Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. We're back and we live. This is wrestling and whatever. I am Jay Glow, and this is. Oh, we're doing it that way. Mikey Dangerously. Uh, I didn't know which way we were going with this one. Yes. A little drum roll. Yours truly, Mikey Dangerously, with Jay Glow, and we are back, baby. Recording a quickie. Mm. Uh, what i used to do in high school a lot <laughs> we are talking about all things wrestling in a couple of minutes here we just want to uh touch reach out and touch someone no we just want to reach uh, out and touch face we just kind of wanted to to see what the hell was going on with wrestling um there's been a lot <laughs> my end with watching wwe and i know jay glow is probably keeping up with AEW and mm-hmm. as well as wwe as well as some probably the independent scenes. We just have a lot to discuss from our last episode. Did you um, review our last episode, what we talked about? No, but I, I want to say our last episode, I didn't get to really look back to see, but I think our last episode we talked about, was it Mania? Yeah, that's it. Our last title, man. It was it was WrestleMania, and it was... Uh, you know, it's almost it's almost WrestleMania. Season, it is. <laughs> Usually, as soon as the Royal Rumble starts, then you get that pay per view in the middle, and then you get you know Royal Rumble in, in uh, March or no April. Well, late March, early April. I don't know if they usually push that date back or like push it forward. But yeah, it's weird. Yeah, sometimes been, they do that. I've been you know trying to keep uh, on top of things with all the all the pay per views and stuff like that because I have the cock. The so I'll at least watch the pay-per-views. Um, show-wise, I haven't really been catching, you know, Raw or SmackDown on a weekly basis. I've been catching here or there and, and things like that. I just don't have time to sit and watch six hours of wrestling. I hear you. Same. <laughs> you know, but um, but a lot has changed since WrestleMania. So I mean, we were probably God. How old were we back then? No, no, oh, no, no. So but, long ago. I mean, we were talking about WrestleMania, so we talked about everything uh, that happened on that show. And, you know, obviously the biggest hype for years truly was that McMahon match, man. I tell you, that was that was great. That was something, man. And for that to be his end up being his last match is just crazy. And then all the allegations came in mm-hmm. and all the out of court settlements. And then. There is a new person in charge, but it's it's still a familiar face, you know. I mean, we yeah. have Stephanie McMahon as the co kind of uh, chairwoman, uh, and then the other one was um, <clears throat> Nick Khan. But you don't, you know, he's obviously like on the business side of things, you know? yeah. So he's not trying to be a personality, uh, you know. To a lesser extent, so is Stephanie. Now she doesn't really show up on TV. I think the, I think since the regime change, where Triple H became kind of the head of you know talent relations and all that stuff. Right. Um, we we saw him like a couple times for you know like major pull aparts, which mm-hmm. is like that's that's probably when you want to use those authority figures sparingly. I think I think gone is the era of your Paul Heyman managers, your Eric Bischoff managers, your Vince McMahon managers, your Stephanie McMahon, you know all those heel type authority figures, and you just kind of have your bland. Authority figures in the back that aren't face or heel, they're just kind of showing to run a business. You know, they're here. Adam, Adam Pierce, if you put vacant, you know how that little outline of a vacant person is where it's like that yeah. black silhouette? 
that would be Adam Pierce, you know, perfect it's, body structure for that. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, you know, no offense to the guy. He's a nobody, you know, I mean, unless you followed him, then he's somebody, but I'm just saying yeah. it's not, it's not like personality. You know what I mean? You're not going to be like, Oh, it's Eric Bischoff. What has he got going on? You know what I mean? What's, what's, what are those wheels squeaking? You know, what's going to happen? You know, it's mm-hmm. not that anymore, but it's somebody I wish. And I think we did talk about this one of our episodes is I would have really liked an authority figure that was more on like the production side. I think TNA did it for a little bit. I didn't really catch too much of it, but like, you know, cause in the end it is a show. Yeah. And if they are like, you know, well, this is, you know, my production assistant, da, 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 and then like, this is the producer of the show who would, you know, essentially in that limelight would have kind of a final say of what's happening on their television show. And then you could bring out like, you know, well, the line produ- you know, and of course they'd be, you know, Joe Schlobes and shit like that. That's kind of an interesting take, if you, you know, if you ask me on, on a way of like a to have somebody run a show, quote unquote, you know, um, because I don't know with, with like the way the social media is and everything, it's not so much believable anymore that one person is making all these matches or you know that person's gonna have a quarrel with this guy who you know said he's making the match. You know, it, it's right. just. It's just I don't know. I think we're too smart for that now. So I think, I think should, go ahead. Sorry, I think with Triple H in the mix now doing his thing, I think it's yeah. been. I think it's this is like the new. The I, it's as, we're always going to say Raw as, is supposed to be an NXT 2.0, right? As 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 it dawned as the new era as it always is. Yeah, this really is though because you go from 1982 or 83 to where Vince took over mm-hmm. to you know coincidentally 2022 so that's what 40 years yeah 40 years so 40 years that he's done the mcmahon era of him running the business is done and now triple h is the face of the quote-unquote authority again yeah but more so him being in charge now so it's it really it really does speak volumes to what we were accustomed to how that's changed, how everyone kept saying he needs to get out, he needs to get out. And I think that him being out now and not sure what Vince is doing, um, if he's home sitting at the wall, staring at it. Being Did like, you see the, the TMZ uh, I did. I, I mean, don't. So was he's that going him? on dates. <laughs> was that him, though? That, that, I, that is, I don't think that, that was him. That light like, just made him look older and just not like Mr. McMahon, like somebody else. Just like that him. did not look like him, but if it was, good on him. I mean, your uncle but, going on, the, you know, on a date or something. But I mean, you know, if if he moved on after, after you like you said, forty years, yeah, forty plus years of of running, you know, a millionaire, billionaire. So yeah, he I doesn't mean, have to do this anymore. No. You know what I mean? And and he did it because he loved it. Good on him for you know. I guess eventually. I mean, he ah, I couldn't say that because you know what? If if that stuff if that stuff never showed up, he. Would have but it's never left. it's really showing how everything in at our age right now how everything's changing how right. things were changed like when me and you were in you know elementary school middle school high school yeah. college yeah. that things have changed and just to trying to compare it with other things in the world how you know and I'm not going to get political here but like how politics were how we had you know Clinton and then Bush and then Obama and then then trump and then like ever since i feel like the trump era started it's like the world has changed because of the way that they have different people in office and like 
WWE for a good example. They had Vince in in, in office, uh, sort of speak. And now since he's out, it's like it feels like this is a new era. Like you know how we define things to be certain eras in life. Right. That's how I feel like this is now a Triple H. So we're coming now to an era where it's not face and heel anymore, and it's not you know funny bad guy, funny good guy. How like the Attitude Era really didn't have a heel or a face; they just had who was more over and who got more out of the crowd, which was of course Stone Cold, The Rock, DX. And well, all let's that. talk about let's talk about somebody else who had more for the crowd, and and they don't anymore. It, it was such a uh, what's the one eighty or three six? No, I guess one eighty would be like completely the opposite way. Yeah, with with the whole CM Punk issue. I mean, CM oh, Punk man. was on top of that company in AEW, and then a few. Maybe outspoken words. Maybe he was he. Maybe he was tired. Maybe he was an old man. You know, I don't know. Like when I watched that that whole press conference, I didn't. You know, going into it, I didn't really watch the pay per view. I just watched like what I could see. So I, I saw the media scrum. It just seemed like like years of us wanting CM Punk. Then we got CM Punk, and then like all those fans, all those AEW fans loved CM Punk, and then CM Punk was either doing a shoot or he was trying to get somewhere with an angle and it just went off wrong. I, I don't mean, know what happened. Know, <laughs> and it's like, and it's, and it's funny. Now there's like those two can't like, you can't like CM Punk and, and not. And then also like that camp, the, you know, the Kenny Omega camp, which is like the young bucks, the, you know, uh, uh, the hangman uh, hangman and, but, or, you know, like I haven't ran into anybody on the internet, like looking at Twitter where they're like, well, it's a reasonable thing, but or you know, it's either like they all start like falling on that shield and sword of I'm diehard CM Punk, or you know what he did to M- or not not even M- not MJF. I don't think I said MJF, but because no. I don't because he didn't say anything, and he you know what I mean. Like I I think when it comes down to it in a locker room, you're gonna eventually know where your bread is buttered. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is who you're going to stick by. I mean, we had, if we want to pull back, you know, our seasons and please go back and, and listen to our older episodes, but we had, uh, you know, the dumpster on Josie mm-hmm. and, and it's just like, if you peel back the curtain, when he was talking about that click mm-hmm. and, and all that stuff and the boys sitting on chairs and them being together and all that stuff that's happened. That still happens. Yeah. So if you take it from that aspect, from what he talked about back then, and you just apply it to now, things haven't changed, and you can kind of like see where everybody's coming from. If you were, and it's hard for people like who are who are wrestling fans to kind of like go, oh, it can't be like that now. When it's like, no, it is. I mean, it's it's exactly the same way as an old timer described how it was back then that's exactly how it is now you're gonna have your formidable clicks i mean i think wwe now is probably better for it because they don't all hang around together if if they're probably all like waiting to go home to see their wives or they're all doing their youtube channels and they're all doing their own things that they're not sitting now i don't know if aew is doing that or not either but i think some there there was a core of them who who are making a uh, like a quote unquote faction in the backstage. And you know, if you're either with them or you're not, that's just from an outsider's perspective. That's what it seems like when, when you eventually have 
a match and you're a quote unquote EVP of a company and you kind of let those chants come in, you know, against a particular person and you're kind of like, hey, I look, is that, is that self aggrandizing? You know what I mean? Like, is that like, um, yeah, yeah, we're right. And he is wrong because listen to these fans and I'm right. talking about, and uh, I'm talking about Kenny Omega and the young bucks, or is it going to eventually like, go back to oh we played those fans so good you know not so i hope much, not <laughs> but so, but see not so much even on cm punk side but just themselves they're gonna fall back on oh you know like you know we did really respect cm punk but you know if these fans want this then we're just gonna go this way so here's the thing here's the way i look at it so just looking at this all from a broad spectrum here i watched um Every time my brother-in-law would come in and visit, we would uh-huh. literally watch the CM Punk return every time, and we would just get goosebumps. And I told you about this so many times. Yeah. That when I watch that return, I get goosebumps because of how loud the crowd was. And I watched that live. I was like, holy shit, he's back. And it's just so crazy how it goes from that to me being at New Jersey at AEW Full Gear and hearing the whole oh. audience saying, fuck CM Punk, fuck CM Punk. And I'm listening and I just I honestly I don't get the crowds and how they how they act towards this because this is the way I look at it. There's always something going on behind the curtain. Mm. And just just by recent um, releases at AW and I should say people requesting their release. So I'm not sure if you've heard of this, but William Regal um, at Full Gear Mm -hmm. helped MJF. you know, win the champ championship, which was huge because everyone in, in that crowd, I could hear around me, even get at the doors waiting to get in, were saying, oh, Regal's turning tonight. He Regal's turn. He's helping MJF win. It's like we all knew it because us marks know wrestling and how it is. So as we're sitting, as I'm in there and I'm seeing all that, I'm like, all right, Regal throws his, you know, knucks in there, helps him out. And then the following, I think it was either the following week. No, the following was week the MJF following, wasn't yeah. on. It was the oh, following the following week. Yeah, that MJF got his new belt, and then he punched Regal in the back of the head. Yeah, I saw that whole which, thing, which is great for for TV. Mm-hmm. And then Regal is out now. I guess that was his last thing there. But the reason why, and I think I've read online too. You might have seen it too. But William Regal was asked. I think it was by EC3, and he had said, "I regret ever going there to that company." Because of the way that it's ran and how you could see the maturity within management is. So this isn't a CM Punk thing. This isn't a Tony Khan thing. And this sure as hell isn't a uh, William Regal thing. This seems like this is an EVP thing. Now, I am a fan of the Bucks and I am a fan of Omega, which I know you are not. But I think that. And in a situation where you have a guy who hasn't been in wrestling in what seven years was it that CM Punk makes his return? You hear the 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 roar from the crowd and how deafening it was and how awe struck it was, and and then that all happens, that all unfolds because of the way that the company is being run by wrestlers, really. Right. I mean, regardless of you know if it's if it's a a uh, good guy or a bad guy, but the right. fact that it is a wrestler that's like, well, you know, since I'm kind of still in the game, quote unquote, I'm going to kind of maybe make it gear towards me other than, mm-hmm. you know, and, and like, I see, I don't know if I'd have 
that ego if I was ever put in that position. But at the same time, I kind of know I would. Um, because when you get <clears throat> absolute power corrupts, absolutely. I hope yeah. I said that quote right. No, you're right. So, like, you get something and then you start thinking your shit don't smell bad. Regardless of how they are as a wrestler, regardless of who, how they are as a human being, you get that little bit of power in you. And if you can't control it, it just it destroys you. And, you know, and right. I'm sure those guys, I mean, obviously, right, they're good because they're Christian, so they have to be good, right? They're, they're all right. Christians, so. Something I mean, like obviously, that. there's nothing wrong with that, right? Because they're all Christians, right? Because religion right. makes you a good person, right? Right. So, you know, if that's the case, then, you know, why are they... Or is it just, you know, then does it go back, oh, well, that was just my character on TV. We're just being assholes, you know? I was like, yeah, are you? Are you taking there's, some... There's some... an old saying, Mikey, that goes like this. Six and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. And it seems like since CM Punk talked during that since uh, during that medium scrum, those that words hurt them. Those those <laughs> words were sticks and stones. <laughs> they were thrown, and 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 they hurt them. So <laughs> it it's just it's just goes to show you as William Regal said it, and CM Punk was right. And I knew seeing all the people on Twitter bashing CM Punk, all these fucking weirdos, right, that are on there that are like it, it's it's like as if. Like one of their favorite female superstars mm. absolutely just massacred someone in real life. And they said, Oh, it's because they looked at me funny. And then, but that, that, that's okay to like completely massacre someone with like a baseball bat or something. And right. that's okay because I could do that because they looked at me weird. And I'm going to tweet about that. And then everyone's like, Oh, yes, Queen. Yes. He Yacht looked queen. at you weird. You should, you should have yeah. knocked out his kneecaps and, knocked all of his teeth out because that's that's right queen that's exactly what you do yeah and and that's that's exactly the way that that's compared online that that's exactly how you see it and the thing about cm punk i knew after watching that media it's just like hey this is it's just him talking maybe like you said maybe he's trying to build up an angle but maybe he was speaking from the truth now it didn't look so good when he's stuffing his face with the desserts no and you know but sitting up there fair, but... to be fair too it's why the hell because now you know that's one thing team or that's one thing aew did and then uh, wwe started doing it after their pay-per-views they started having media scrums mm -hmm. but it's like why even you know what i mean it's right. not real so you you want this you want this tired beaten person after their match to explain what they did in their match like save it for a podcast like make a really good podcast well sports podcast. sports nfl nba kind of mlb but they've they've done that after every game where they're uh, interviewed johnny someone. johnny yeah. I, I don't want to tell you this though but wrestling's not like them <laughs> oh i i i you agree i mean and i mean that for the good and for the bad they're not. I, I agree. They're not the same because, aka, it, wrestling's fake. But AEW wrestling wrestlers are probably doing more. No offense to any NBA or NFL. Probably no, NBA. Right. They're probably doing more than you know a team is doing out there on the court. Because you can, you know, you're relying on a team, so you're not as winded. Unless maybe they are for getting a hundred points in basketball or something like that. I mean, that's right. same person's out there on the court for however long the games are. Yeah, but 50 I, minutes. I, I think two people in a ring can exude 
a little bit more energy than what twenty guys on a court. Yeah, if that I makes mean, sense. Potato, potato. But what what I was trying to get as I think AEW was just trying to do something different. And they saw how that caught on because of what they did. So WWE's following suit. They're going to keep doing it. And it's going to, you know, but maybe to if, uh, you know, all it takes, honestly, if CM Punk was going to go out there, right, and look mm-hmm. like that and do that, maybe if you're Tony Khan, you go, we're going to let the champion rest. There is, there's got to be a way. And, and we're like the lowest people on the totem pole when it comes to, people who are smart or people who are whatever. If you look at somebody after a long whatever and they look like you, you take one look and you could be like, you know what? We're not going to have him come out right now. And I know that's probably what they wanted, but at the same time, you would have saved a hell of a headache and you would have had a really good Tuesday show because, whoa, the, the champ didn't show up for that media scrum. Let's tune in and see, you know, why? And then maybe by then CM Punk would have calmed down or that would have made for even better television because he would have exploded on live television. Now, here's the thing, Mikey. Do you know why that whole interview blew up the way it did? Um, from from what they said in the uh, – uh, what CM Punk said in the uh, fucking press junket was because that whole issue where uh, Hangman didn't – like went off script. That was that was a portion of it, but I think what it what it caused at all is because one of the reporters or whoever it was asked him about uh, Cole Cabana, so that that stemmed I guess a lot of like, hey, I might as well if I'm gonna get this off my chest, I'll get it off now, and I know it's because I want to say that the reason why Hangman did went into quote unquote business for himself right is because of the whole Cole Cabana thing, so I think that just ignited it and then that was what set that whole media fire um on fire it was everything from that that he just like get out, got everything off his chest and it was funny though what he had said because he said i'm tired i'm old, yeah and i work with kids yeah i work and, with children but yeah i mean so so if you knew do you think they knew that do you think anybody knew that cm punk was going to go like that do you think um, there was a, even an inkling that CM Punk was going to say something at the media scrum? I don't think if, so. If, but if they did, if you were even half as smart as us, mm-hmm. you would have noticed that something was up with CM Punk, and you could have been like, you know what? Take a break. Yeah, you got to put the fire out before it even started. There had so so I would have went into it being like, okay, Hangman said something to him, and he's going to get pissed off. Right? Maybe Tony Khan would have known that because of a conversation that he had with a reporter beforehand that brought up Colt Cabana, they're going to do that again. You know, like he might bring that up too. Right. So like, you know, like there had to have been a way to like stop it. And like I said, you could have just made even explosive television. It wouldn't have been on a, uh, you know, post-match media scrum. Mm-hmm. If he was going to eventually go. I don't even think they were expecting that to be, to be completely honest. I think that they, and also Tony's just such a fanboy of CM Punk too, that he was just sitting there. The whole Boy, time. he His, was <laughs> those facial expressions. <laughs> they killed me. that whole, uh, the, the whole, uh, freaking, they play the curb, uh, curb your enthusiasm theme, at, you know, just <laughs> like, just like zoom into Tony's face. as CM Punk's going off. I was dying. That was great. But I mean, you know, like, 
I guess it was inevitable then if that was the case. They did mm-hmm. what they could with what CM Punk. We got CM Punk. Then we, you know, if you want to be this guy too, then you saw what he did, and you know, now now they're all done with CM Punk. But it's well, crazy though because they they let the EVPs. Like I said, I, I like them all, mm-hmm. but the fact that they went back there and they conducted that the way that they did, and they didn't talk like adults. Right. It just goes to show you that William Regal and CM Punk were right. That there is a maturity factor in the back where the bosses that have a little bit of control, they they abused it. And right. and I, like I said, I like them, but maybe, I maybe love not for CM EVPs. Punk more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe not no. for EVPs. Maybe give them a break, let them be wrestlers, and then, you know. Yeah, maybe don't give them that role. Maybe give it to somebody else that's back like, there, hey, like Dean Malenko or something. Do you want to be an EVP? Guess what? You're not going to be a, a on-screen active talent anymore because you can't handle one or the other. You know what I mean? You can't right. handle them both. So do you want to just have make a bunch of money being a talent or do you want to make a bunch of money being, you know, behind the scenes, you know, getting us to where we need to go on the next level? And mm-hmm. there's like so many people that are like, well, look, they got so many experienced people there. Why don't they just give them those positions? Like you said, like Dean Malenko. Or like uh, Jerry Lynn or Jerry Lynn or like, you know, with talent relations, make it Jim Ross or you know what I mean? I don't think Jim Ross wants that job anymore. I don't think any of those guys want any of that responsibility. Any of those older guys, your big shows, your Mark Henry's, Mm -hmm. they're smart enough to be like, yeah, we'll take his money. But I don't you know what I mean? I don't want to do that because I don't want to deal with children. I like this whole announcing gig. Yeah, like <laughs> but, I just I just want to do this. Like it makes perfect sense to be like that, and, you know. And it just it just sucks because they they could have learned so much from CM Punk and even though I know that from what I heard in the back he's very quiet to himself, but like you you have somebody like that in the ring or maybe somebody in the back where you could go, "Hey, Phil or whatever the hell they call him." Um I have a few questions about this that the other thing, you know, well, maybe we could the go other over. Thing. Uh, the other thing I heard from those various camps was nobody wants to learn from any of the old guys. You know how yeah, true that is. You know, I read that too, and that was the that whole was, thing with William Regal. You have to be there to figure it out for yourself. To be like, well, that's what everybody's saying, or you know what I mean. You have to per- personally be there in order to get you know William Regal if he's actually telling the truth, CM Punk if he's actually telling the truth, or Multiple hell sources. Yeah, exactly. You just kind of have to go. And, and and figure it out yourself. But. No, I will say this, though, that uh, the old saying of the, the one spoiled apple doesn't ruin it for the whole bunch there is there has to be some guys that are in the back there that are really enjoying it. And from what I've read, I've read a whole thread on Twitter from Brian Pillman Jr. And I guess a, a reporter for not the Observer, but for like pro wrestling uh, mm-hmm. and all that other stuff that they had said that, uh, you know, there's a bunch of us there that were bending, you know, Will's ear and all this stuff and trying to, you know, they're all down by the ring talking and going over certain things. Right, that they right. were always there listening. So, and I mean, that's, I mean, I could speak for both of us, Mikey, that if me and you were wrestlers or some sort of talent there and you got somebody with the, with the pedigree of William mm-hmm. Regal, CM Punk, a big show, Mark Henry, Jim, Jim Ross, like all those guys, you're, you're going to want to listen. You're going to want to bend the ear. And I don't, you know what I mean? So I Mm -hmm. think you're absolutely right with that. But I mean, I think a guy from AEW, if we want to end this um, with another AEW on a good note, is we have a new champion there. Like you just 
brushed over it with William Regal leaving and all that stuff. Yeah. But MJF, man, has that has that come uh, full circle for that man? You know what I mean? Like it seems like it's gonna work out for him. He's he's the fire that they were they were trying to get with William or not William Regal. They're trying to get with CM Punk that they could at least control with MJF. Absolutely. Because that's that's AEW. You know what I mean? So he's, he's a businessman. Exactly. And he's going to be smart and he's going to make his money. And uh, he is the right guy, I think, that got the belt for that company right now. Best best heel in the business today because he has he has limitations, but he has no limits. His limitations are, if I know this is good for the business or if I know this is good for me and this is going to get a lot of traction – He'll do it, and he doesn't right. have any. He doesn't have any boundaries. No, so he's just straightforward. He pushes every boundary he can. This is something, Mikey, that we've been talking about since we started this podcast. Right, that we feel like what is wrestling missing today, and we're missing people like MJF, people that go out there, they they use everything they possibly could to their benefits, like him going off and calling Tony uh, Khan a fucking mark, and them bleeping it out. Granted that that had to have been, you know, set up that you knew. Right, yeah, happen. yeah. Tony Khan's like, oh, you're out there, just call me a fucking mark, man. Just but, get all over it. <laughs> but it's making us think again, which is what wrestling fans want. We wanna be we wanna question, wow, was that real or was that not real? And it's just like I guess I gotta tune in next week to see what he yeah, does next. I mean that's the uh the old E B approach. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say that's an old quote from Monday Night Wars, but there's what the hell are we gonna do <laughs> yeah. next? But I mean, you know, you're right, you're right, and and like I think that show is definitely gonna do that. And I mean, Raw's Raw SmackDown <clears throat> and NXT are doing good on their end. I mean, it's not the same stuff. Um, it's not to the extent of how AEW is going because I think AEW is trying to pull that turmoil from backstage and kind of bring it to light, um, which is really cool. You know what I mean? You gotta you gotta have that. Um, like you said, what 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 are they gonna do? What's real? What's not real? All that type of stuff, and that's and that's what we want. I think. I think we want to be, we want to be sucked out of what we're doing now in real life, and we want to kind of get put into that fantasy land. But 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 like the fantasy land at the point of like, ooh, are they gonna like? What are they doing backstage? Like, how crazy is that? I think that's that's the the wrestling fan for this generation more so than it was back then. I think now, because we're all like connected to our phones, we're connected to the internet. Mm-hmm. When we used to talk about wrestling on this program back then, like like the first couple seasons, we always talked about the business more so than the angle that they were doing on television. And I think that's what everybody's gravitating towards is they want to know like the business end of it, kind of like you know who's pissed off with who, IRL, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I guess yeah, that was kind of like wrestling back then. But I feel like now more it's it's even into like you know more specifics and and some sort of backstage stuff that's happening. You know, like it, it's it's interesting. Yeah, and it's just even like I said back then, even like you were just saying there about how, you know, even we did think about that back then, like who hated who really, when a lot of reports were like Sean and Brett did not like each other whatsoever. And they had some of the best rivalries we'll ever see because they were all strictly business. But I mean, one person screwed over the other in the ring that we saw on live TV right. where someone was, you know, if someone's going to give someone a potato or so on. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the the last time I think we've seen something along those lines was probably Nia Jax and uh, 
Charlotte Flair because they both, I guess, did not like each other at that right, moment. Right, right. Wow, I they, didn't. Even, that was the last thing we. Yeah, but I wouldn't have remembered that unless you brought that up. You're absolutely right. Yeah, and I remember seeing that where Nia Jax is like, "All right, bitch," and then you could hear her saying that in there, and just they were going at it, and it's just you don't. We like that, and as that happened. Everybody was talking about it online. Right. Everyone was talking about it in any type of, you know, podcast or any type of, you know, uh, thread on Reddit or whatever. Um, people were talking about it. So it's just one of those things where the, the realism with something like that in wrestling is, you know, always good to have, could create a storyline. And it's like I said, all that stuff's good for business. So that's why I hope going back to this whole CM Punk media scrum thing that, hey, we're talking about it. Right. So well, it's like maybe something comes out of this. We don't know. Yeah. Really quick before we end here, uh, let's talk to the audience right now and say uh, what we're kind of intrigued at and what we're actually like interested in with what's going on right now in wrestling, whether it be an angle or a wrestler or things like that. I would like to stick to angles more so so we could like quote unquote pretend and be like, wow, OK, this is cool. I want to see how this goes. Not. Not the uh, not the, for the buy rates or the ratings, but just as a fan watching television, you know what caught your eye or what's interesting. What are you looking forward to? Um, and I'll go first to give you an idea of what I kind of want as an answer. Um, the rivalry that I never wanted, but when I got, I am like, I want to see where it goes. Is Bray Wyatt and LA Knight? When I saw that those two were doing like a program together, just like a bat, it started with a backstage skit that they not skit but like a backstage interview mm -hmm. and he got you know <clears throat> bray white got an la night uh, face and stuff like that i went i was sitting there i was watching it going yeah i didn't know i wanted this like this is interesting <laughs> these two going at it um and i'll tell you right now from, from watching wrestling top three favorite wrestlers right now just for wwe because i again i haven't really been watching uh aew and you could do this as well after you tell me yours mm -hmm. would have to be la night sammy's no particular order it'd be la night uh sammy zane and oh god i said three uh oh should i throw a woman in there let me see uh no uh no uh god is there a woman that's doing it for me right now i can't think of it but definitely la night's shtick that he's doing sammy zane is just killing it like absolutely you know, I, uh, i'm so happy he is where he is like i'm watching him go to where he's going and i'm like i'm looking at him i'm just proud that he, like they pushed him to that point and he's doing good um boy i can't think of a third wrestler i'm thinking Let's, of wrestlers uh but go ahead what about it's you? funny you bring up about Sami Zayn though because in regards to him in the bloodline is that uh <laughs> since our last episode i wanted to bring up earlier Roman Reigns is still a champion. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. That hasn't changed. Yeah. So that hasn't changed since our last episode, which was almost a year ago. Yeah, that's crazy. But, um, so you have yours? Um, yeah. I would now, say... Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. What were you going to say? No, I was going to say, so like somewhere in the same vein of what I was talking about. So like if you just sat and watched... And I know we haven't been able to watch wrestling as much, so even if you've just been catching YouTube clips, yeah. of angles or things like that, you know, either show, what's been... What's been like grabbing your attention? I, I, Mikey, you kind of took the, the words right out of my mouth there. I think, uh, Sammy Zane, uh, Sammy Zane's been doing a lot, uh, right now. And I, and I, I know a lot of people because of just how his popularity has grown in the mm -hmm. last couple months that people really want to see him and the storyline 
keep going where he at some point turns on Roman and it, they're the main event at Mania. Wow. But uh, I know the 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 slated main event now is for the Rock to come back at Royal Rumble. I mean that was that. but that was that was under McMahon's regime, right? That wasn't a Triple H or Stephanie. Or I, Triple H wants it too, oh, though. Okay, 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 okay. Because some, somebody had asked Triple H in an interview. I've been watching a lot of interviews on YouTube lately, and they had asked him about The Rock coming back. He's like, hey, it's it's all about when he wants to, when he has time to come. We always want Dwayne here. So, oh, okay, not to cut so, you off. I thought of my, I thought of my third wrestler. The and Rock. That's only, it's only going to be <laughs> no. It's only going to be because of by association. Uh, the third one I kind of like watch just to see what's happening would be Baron Corbin. Oh yeah, just because of JBL, because JBL is killing it. He's money manager. He no is, pun intended. Yeah, I mean he is like one of those guys. Like you know what I mean? Like he could go up, get a crowd heated, and then like. You know, so so you I had, knew you mm-hmm. knew. Sorry to cut you off, but you knew when he was going to become a manager that that was going to be some must see TV because of just how he has always been. <laughs> he could. I mean, that that was bringing me back to his like SmackDown title yep. world, right? Like when he would go <laughs> like that, throwing the immigrants back in across the border and shit like that. Like, oh, they could man. get there and they'll let him go. They'll let him go far because I'm sure him and Triple H are close and shit like that. So. That and I don't think he cares either. Like, no, hey, no. cancel me if you want. I don't yeah. care. That's yeah. So <laughs> I was really trying to think because again, SmackDown was also doing a World Cup, and they brought up some real good guys. Like not up, but like they had some real good guys from the tournament. I was gonna say Santos Escobar. I was gonna say. I thought you were gonna say Mad Cat Moss. <laughs> I was gonna say Ricochet. For a for a lady, I was gonna say Emma, but they've been just kind of killing her. Yeah, uh, they put her up against Shayna Baszler, and before that was Ronda Rousey and. You know, oh, first God. two matches she came back she lost it's like ah i feel bad for emma but she went uh, back to nxt yeah. but so so there's that for that so so sorry to cut you off what, oh, so you was go. it the Sami Zayn skit that was there anything yeah. in aw i i know you watched that more so the, i was, I was yeah. wondering if you're gonna pull anything from there because so you know what really got me to watching wwe like solely again um because of the just how, how everything's unfolding and how the comeback was mm-hmm. it was uh, Bray Wyatt when he came back at yeah. Extreme Rules and I was watching it and um, I was about to turn it off. I was like, wait, 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 no, we don't turn these off yet. <laughs> the rumor was is that he was coming back tonight. All those things kept popping up. You got to wait. And I'm right. glad I did because it was a very cool comeback the way that he came back. And, and you had to watch that live. And I either yep. had to be there or you had to watch it live. Mm-hmm. And, and that was really cool. Yeah. I did watch the videos afterward, like afterwards of him coming back and just to see everything. And I know a lot of people on the internets are very, this is boring already. This eh. is dumb. And it's people like you. The reason why that they have uh fucking Roman reigns, the way he was before the way they had John Cena, the way he was because, the 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 majority of the fan base right now, their attention spans are like a fleas. It's a tic tac. Um, yeah, it's like the, the tic tacs. It's like if it's not a tic tac length, if it's I'm, not now, I don't want it. And I'm joking with tic tacs and tic tac for our listeners, but yeah, yeah, they're all they're all reels and tic tac. Yeah, they gotta do. Oh, it's gotta be thirty seconds. Not thirty seconds. Anymore. You lost my attention. Yeah, yeah, I want it's something like, else. Remember, like, could you put put a current? WWE slash AEW fan back in the fucking 80s and they'd be like oh yes. my god this shit's so boring 
Where's this going to pay off? While they're stuffing their face with nachos and glizzies and all this other shit. I think it's and like nachos getting, and cheese and <laughs> hot sauce. <laughs> son and of a bitch. Tuna olives and vinegar. You son of a bitch. <laughs> but you no, like they're just sitting there and they're just like looking at their watch on their yeah. phone. This is uh, this is dumb. I'm going to post how much I hate this on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, imagine these people at like a Broadway show or at a show back, yeah. like you said, back in the time, back in the day where, you know, there's a story. Um, that isn't Cliff Notes Believe or it or Spark not, Notes. Guys, you gotta let like good stories breathe to get somewhere. So the payoff's gonna be like you know really good. It can't be yeah. thirty seconds or ten seconds or five. And seconds. that's this is a TikTok generation where they're exactly like that. And we mm-hmm. sound like boomers right now, but it really is. But then there are some fans that are like, I love how this is going, and I love this build. Just keep it going. Yeah. I want the payoff to be good, and that's how some people are. But the majority of the people I see online are just shitting on this whole Bray Wyatt thing. Nah. And I love it. I love yeah. the fact that you got Uncle Howdy Doody or whatever the hell his <laughs> name is. I think that's crazy looking. And I really hope that it's Bray Wyatt and he's got like a a crowd of people that has, you know, certain things that they're doing, certain things they're working with. Unless if it's not, then that's cool. But hey, like you said, like I said and like you've said before, it keeps us thinking. What's who's this and what's happening next and what's Bray Wyatt gonna do at you right. know at Mania, maybe something crazy happens, so we have to stay tuned in mm-hmm. and watch it. But I'd have to say Bray Wyatt, love what Sami Zayn's been doing. Um, I I knew after me watching a SmackDown with Sami Zayn and, and Roman Reigns when he ripped the shirt off of him, mm-hmm. or how I think it was one of the Usos ripped it off him. I was like, oh, man, so they're going to beat the shit out of him now? That makes sense. And then they swerved this all and gave him that shirt i was like all right this is cool like i i like stuff like this because it gives you a little bit of a tiny bit of emotion that they get to play off of and then just them recently with this whole like breaking character on tv which Uh everyone's like if vince was there this would never happen but it's showing you like it's a new era but i i hate how wwe is still doing it they find one thing and then they force it down your yeah. throat. They still have that uh, pretty good. They know how to make it unbearable after a while. But yes, yeah, I know what you're talking about. But oh, Jimmy's Jimmy's breaking character again. Let's show him yeah. covering his face yeah. off, off camera. It's just like okay, you did it. We once. get it. Yeah, yeah. If it's real, then do better. So but, wrestler wise, then so are those your top two wrestlers that you want to watch, or is there top two wrestlers that I want to watch top three? on? on WWE, but the one wrestler that I've specifically been just catching, and I think it's everyone's right now in AEW, has uh been uh, uh Jim Ross. No. Wow. No, it's 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 honestly it's been MJF. Yeah. Uh, if I'm looking at someone that's that's going upwards that if maybe they did something different with uh Ethan Page is someone that I keep an eye out for because he's they're grooming him to slowly and surely get up to being like in the championship picture. But um, I've been a big fan of watching him. And I'll tell you what, man, the death triangle in AEW, they have this best out of seven. Uh, I think it's best out of seven between them and the young bucks and Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. Um, that match at, at uh, full gear was, was really, really good. I, I really enjoyed that. And honestly too, the acclaim has been great to watch. They uh with the scissor me. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. love that so much. And I, it's just one of those things where it, it, they're like the I don't want to say they're like the DX of our uh, 
but they are the DX of the new era of, you know. Yeah, you could say that of this era of like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like to, to just kind of pull that suck it and kind of make yeah. it work. But, but now like, they're saying but not like, But not like, again, how WWE now does, we're going to like knock it over your head and like, you know, make it annoying to a point. It's right. just we're going to be stupid and it's going to be stupid here. Stupid funny, so yeah. it's supposed to make you laugh, but they're right. also great in the ring too. Right. And you got daddy right. ass, Billy Gunn. <laughs> yeah. right? and, and it's just it's such a match made in heaven that like I I love it. They're they're exactly what AEW needs. You got your trios, this, that, you got your women's matches that Jade Cargill with more time, she's gonna do a lot better. But I still love my Britt Baker in yeah. AEW. Did you She's did you best. see did you see that? Um, not to get you too far off of that. No, you're good. Did you see that post? I somebody made a post. I guess we could actually Google it too. So I haven't, but I've seen it where they're saying that Billy Gunn is older than the Undertaker. Is he? That's what they're saying. I have to look it up. But you know, you heard it here. If it's you know not truth, but well, but. Uh, but like, I was like, wow, that's crazy that Billy Gunn's like older than The Undertaker, and he looks better than half the people on the roster, right? And like, he's got another gimmick over this late into his career, if that's the case, you know what I mean? Just shows how good you are. He's just going with it, yeah. I mean, it's it's great. AEW is just such it's a variety show of wrestling, which is what we should all be appreciative of. An AEW show with a WWE, exactly. There's more than one, you're not getting the same, you know. Now, if now, if Vince were to have left. A while ago, when it was just WWE, and then Triple H came in, I, I think it would have changed. Still, I, I don't think he, I don't think Vince knowingly rested on his laurels. I think it just sort of happens, mm-hmm. you know. But I think when you get that new fresh blood in, and then then you get competition again, then you're like, okay, we got to up it, and you know, we got to do this, and we got to do that. And you know what? I mean, it's great for us. I can't hate. One promotion and 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 not hate another and vice versa. I'm just happy there's wrestling. I'm just happy there's something different. And Absolutely. I'm you know, I'm really like happy that we're kind of back in that era where there is multiple wrestling to watch again because for a while there wasn't. No. I mean, if you were like a child and you died of cancer when you were like ten, that would be the only wrestling that kid ever knew. In those late 2000s to like whatever Ugh, the John stuff. Cena, like that's it. That's all that Make a Wish kid would have known is that there's only one wrestling thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So at least we lived longer than a cancer kid. That's I don't know where I was going with that. Wow, I don't I know bad. either. Well, on that note, folks, oh, we can't end it on that. We're gonna I get canceled. We <laughs> I think we now, I don't know if there's anything else we're gonna do. If we're gonna keep, you know, again, keep up to date on our Twitters and stuff, if we're gonna stay concurrent with another episode or not, we do apologize. Uh, we've just had lives and we're kind of like trying to balance those right now before we, you know, pandemic was awesome for podcasts, but unfortunately <laughs> everybody made a fucking podcast. So mm-hmm. but, and now I we're mean, all back to work. So it's like, you know, very few and, and far in between, but we'll, you know, there's not going to be a regular schedule, but there will be episodes that will be coming out and you know, we'll do a Christmas special. Maybe we'll do a new year special. Yeah. Um, you know, things like that, just so that we can kind of keep our fan base, uh, active and, and know that we're still alive and shit like that yeah um we'll still try to get guests on if we can and we'll talk Absolutely. about different things we'll do little game shows shit like that this was just a like a come on and you know hey we're not dead uh but just like you know check in on you and see how you're doing and and that's that's something i had posted on our uh, social media pages as well that you know 
Um, Mike, you said it best even during the pandemic. We, a lot of people had a lot of extra time. We couldn't go anywhere. But this is something that I think I can speak for both of us saying that we enjoy getting on here and talking and bullshit. Mm-hmm. A lot of you guys throughout the world that listen to us, which That's is crazy. so crazy to think. Um, listen to us. So we just wanted to, if you follow us, <laughs> a big we- bienvenue. <laughs> <laughs> Hola. <laughs> but uh, we, we, you know, we are trying to make time to do certain things. And I mean, me personally, uh, this is a slower time of the year for me with, you know, the different types of jobs that I do, uh, you know, sell my body. Um, and uh, I'm a whore, but uh, it, we're, we're going to try to make this, if it's not a weekly thing, we're going to try to get as many, you know, episodes out or whatever. We're just trying to, like I said, we're, I, I, I'm having fun with this. I, this was a blast doing this tonight. I, uh, I enjoy talking with uh, Mikey dangerously here, whether it's about wrestling or even whatever, right. really, uh, no pun intended or all pun intended. But um, we, we definitely want to get back on here. Um, I unfortunately didn't reach out to the Ben Wayne tonight. Um, this was kind of sporadic. Um, yeah. Out of the blue. So yeah. I, I think maybe the next episode we'll get Ben back on. We'll have to reach back out to him. But um, we uh, this is uh, something that uh, we have a lot of fun doing. And now that stuff's slowing down a little bit. Me for me personally. Right. I know you're very busy too, Mikey. So it's just yeah. one of those things where I, it's there's like, never, <laughs> yeah, there's never a slow time for this, this guy over here. It's always mm-hmm. busy. I just need to, to skip, uh, etch out time. But when I know that the stuff's going, I could try to etch out time, uh, yeah. more efficiently. And then, and then we can go from there. But, um, yeah, I think Mikey said it best though, where we'll wrap it up there and, uh, keep an eye out on our Twitter page at wrestling NWE. Uh, if you're on the Facebook still, if you're a boomer, uh, you go to our wrestling page and they're wrestling and whatever. Uh, we don't, <laughs> our sponsors are pretty much, you know, <laughs> they all, oh, they're all, I mean, they would, they would be hey, more than happy. <laughs> they would That's be, what it is. They'd be more than happy to know that we would plug them in here, but, um, boosted shades. I, I don't know where they went. Uh, I don't, I think after all these companies, after the pandemic kind of just went, but, I know Jesus, local. If they weren't making, <laughs> if they weren't making podcasts, they were making companies, <laughs> and they all went out. I know. I know. Uh, local coffee still has their their coffees out. And we actually still have our uh, a promo code with them. Uh, it's uh, Wrestling We. You use that, you could get your percentage off there. I want to say it's ten percent. Um, you can Boosted still use that if you're with 10, them. Wasn't it? Or no, it was Boosted, Boosted Shades was fifteen. Oh wow. And they're gone. Yeah. That's why. That's why they closed. <laughs> God damn it. But uh, yeah. I mean, hey, if you want to sponsor us, you're yeah, listening please. to this. Hit us up. We'll uh, we'll sponsor you as long as you're not like a drunk company. But uh, yeah. That and that'll wrap it all up for us here. We appreciate you listening and uh, stay tuned for the next episode. We don't know when the hell that may be. Who knows? Might be next week. For Jay Glow, I'm Mikey Dangerously saying, see you up there. <laughs>